0: This is Listen In on the Lancer Feed. Hi, I'm Grace Kirtley. I'm Hayden Cottrell. And today we're going to be talking about... Baby politics! Woo! Alright, so let's go back to the early days of the United States. Oh, yes, that's right. We're talking about the 1700s. Yeah. So, basically, we had a lot of men... White men that decided to start a country together, which is kind of cute. Basically, you know, the old-timey ways. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we had a bunch of some people you might need to know. You already know George Washington, so that's good. You know, Uh, first president. Yeah, he's kind of important. And then we've got the Secretary of Treasury, Alexander Hamilton. You know, the one dude from that play. Yeah. And then we've got Secretary of State, Thomas Jefferson. Another president. Yes, and they're both very important when it comes to political parties. And don't forget, we also have James Madison. Oh, right. I forgot about him. Well, how dare you. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of like this quote from James Madison, but he he wrote a letter, as they did in the old times, to Thomas Jefferson and said, the rapid evolution of political parties from factions was an inventive American response to political conflict. Yeah, it really kind of captures what the late 1700s were about whenever our government was being formed. Yeah. And what kind of government we became. Mm -hmm. So our first conflict that we came about was just like, what kind of government do we want? Do we want one based on states or based on all of the states together? First we had the Federalists, and that was led by Alexander Hamilton, and he wanted a strong central government. Pretty much kind of what we have now with, like, our federal government. Mm-hmm. And then there were the anti-federalists who really wanted to have, like, states' rights be the main force of our government rather than, like, a centralized power. Mm-hmm. So the main idea behind federalists was they wanted to have unity, and I think, like, the main problem they were with searching for was the debt after the revolution, So Alexander Mm -hmm. Hamilton wanted everyone to pitch in um, with the debt. And Jefferson was like, hey, just because my state paid off my debt doesn't mean I have to pay for yours. Yeah, because like the anti-federalists were like, why should Rhode Island have to pay for Pennsylvania? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's obviously a little bit of a difference there between Mm -hmm. Rhode Island with a population of like two people and Pennsylvania (laughs) with a couple hundred thousand. Exactly. So that was the main idea. And then from there, they started to split a little bit more on different topics when it came to states' rights and, um, yeah, states' rights. (laughs) And, like, questions of, like, the federal treasury and, like, the Bank of the United States. Mm -hmm. One didn't like that, and then the other one did. Um. Another big thing happened in 1790, and that has to do with, you probably didn't guess it, Washington D.C. Ah! I know! Crazy! It's (laughs) the best part! So basically, this kind of was a big tension point between the Federalist Party and the Anti-Federalists who were slowly becoming Republicans. Mm Mhm. So, the thing with the Capitol, it has to do with a lot of power. So The Federalists were often in the north with the smaller states such as um, Rhode Island and smaller populated state of Maine. Delaware. Wait, Maine wasn't there yet. It wasn't. Delaware was. Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so the Federalists wanted to have a northern capital, but the Anti-Federalists were all like, let's go down to the south. Because they got a lot of their support from the farm-based communities mm-hmm. like Georgia and the Carolinas mm-hmm. and Virginia. Yeah. So Thomas Jefferson really pushed to have um, a southern capital, and we do have a southern capital now. So Hayden, how did that happen? Um. Well, you know, people had to compromise. That's what this is called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think um, Hamilton really wanted to have a bank that all of the states worked with together. Mm-hmm. In order to give them a sense of secure debt, so that way people were more willing to give money to them, but also for them to be able to manage their accounts. Yeah, so that's how we ended up with a southern capital and also political parties. Yeah, pretty much. How did the parties end up becoming Republican and Democrat that we have now? Well, originally, they were sort of split up between the Federalists and then the Anti-Federalists. And over the years, it turned into more of these parties sort of dying off and giving birth to a new wave, which would then give birth to a new wave. So basically, our political parties today boil down from Federalists and Anti-Federalists. Cool. Yeah. That's all we have for you today. So we hope you learned something. Hope this helps out in your government and history classes just a little bit. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>